the capacity for love. Mm -hmm. uh, I, like I thought I loved my wife and it's, there is a depth to children that, you know, it's just unconditional. Welcome to The Art of Fatherhood, a podcast that takes you on the journey of fatherhood. Now here's your host, Art Eddie. What's going on, everybody? Art Eddie here for another edition of The Art of Fatherhood podcast. And I'm very happy to have this gentleman. We're not only going to be talking about fatherhood, but we're also going to be talking about safety. Uh, he does a lot of great work with Sabre. We really appreciate the work that he does with Sabre. And obviously, we thank uh, Sabre and Mike for taking the time. So it's Mike Arterburn. Thanks for taking the time to chat with me, sir. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Uh, big fan of Sabre. Obviously, they've been sponsoring the Art of Fatherhood uh, podcast. We appreciate their support. But also, we also appreciate what they do in the in the world of safety and keeping our family and our kids safe. We're going to get to that in a second. But like bringing good guys like yourself to talk about their fatherhood journey. When you found out you're going to be a dad, Mike, what was going through your mind? Oh man, the the responsibility, the burden, everything changed. I, like now, my son's 15. I have no idea who I was before him. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, man. Yeah, that you kind of lose yourself, and it's a balancing act where it's like you want. It's like going. I kind of use this recently: the independent George versus relationship George. Right? You got independent Mike versus like fatherhood Mike. Right? You got to like you're you're trying to find your balance, but obviously you're you're all into fatherhood. So you might lose your independent self here and there, but I appreciate that answer. Cause I know a lot of dads and a lot of parents can understand where you're coming from. Talk about sure. some of the values you're looking to instill into your kids as they're growing up. Oh gosh. You know, a lot of the, the values, the same as, as, as being a policeman, um, you know, honesty, integrity, you know, all those things. Um, the importance of a work ethic, no matter what you do, I, I favor, you know, education as far as he wants to go with it. Um, but the work ethic is what I'm really looking for. Nice. What is something that you learned from your son that you didn't know was there about yourself? What did he teach you about life or yourself that, like I said, you didn't know was there until he became a dad? Um, the capacity for love. Mm -hmm. uh, I, like I thought I loved my wife and it's, there's a depth to children that, you know, it's just unconditional. So for new dads listening to this or new parents, is there a dad hack? or a piece of advice you'd offer to them? I think partnership with your with your spouse is the way to go. Um, and especially early, like when the kids don't sleep and things like that, and it's stressful. Um, you try to have some kind of a schedule, but you know you feel certain ways certain days, and, and the days when she didn't feel in it, I'm like, hey, I got it, I'll step in. You need, you need a break? Cool. <laughs> um, and we tag teamed a lot, like during that first you know couple of months. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that was the, that seems to be a common one too. No doubt. Great answer right there. Yeah. For new dads or new parents, you, you got to have that line of communication open. Like you said, if you're just having a tough day or whatever the case may be, you got to, you know, relate to your spouse. Like, Hey, you know, I'm tapping out. I need, I need you for a second to, you know, be on full on parent duty. Like, yeah, when my, I have two daughters and you know, when my, for the night feedings and all that, or I forget up that, you know, for that, I get up to do the diaper and then like kind of go back to bed on her, unless I heard like while she was nursing, I'm like, Oh, they won again. All right. I can go back up and, and take, take care of the diapers. So, right. and, and your spouse appreciates it because obviously she gave birth. We, you know, we're there for support, but you can be there for more support by, you know, taking care of, you know, during those night feedings, just whenever they need, you know, help. So I love that. So now, you know, we're going to move into Saber. You do a lot of great videos with Saber. If, if people don't follow Saber on social media, definitely do so because, 
there's a lot of things that you talk about in your experience as a cop and also too as someone who makes sure that you're in an environment that's keeping your you know your family safe as we move into the holiday season obviously we're recording this during the holiday season what are some of the things that you know we're all caught up in the holidays we're not really maybe focusing on certain things we should what are certain things that maybe you've seen in your experience that like hey I know the holidays, it's stressful. There's a lot of things on your to-do list. We get that. But what are the some things that maybe go on the safety, you know, wayside that shouldn't go on the safety wayside? Well, the days are getting shorter now. Um, so you're going to be in dark, darkness a little bit more. Uh, I always advise carrying a flashlight or, or Sabre has the, uh, the stun guns with flashlights. That's a two-in-one. Um, they have a pepper light that I, I have two of them. I have one in my car and one on my nightstand. Um, so in, in a the average observer if you're being observed and you get out with the flashlight when you're walking in the dark that sends a message that you're more prepared um so you might not be that easy target they want to mess with um never leave anything in your car especially this time of year because the the bad guys are, are like at the mall they're just what you'll see guys what just walk through the parking lot looking in cars trying to trying to find you know an easy score and they use, uh, you know, a window breaker and they're in and out in three seconds. Um, and they have a, a getaway car, a partner waiting for them. So it's it's gone. It's fast. Um, but that also goes for, you know, when you park your car at home and stuff like that. Um, a lot of kids walk up and down the street now um, during the holiday break and when they're off from school and they try the door handles. They're not skilled thieves, but if you leave your doors unlocked, they'll steal it. Um so it's just, you know, things like that you don't necessarily think of every day, um, but theft and um, store robberies go way up during the Christmas season. Gotcha. Thank you very much. Yeah, I love, I lo- see, there are certain things, obviously, I'm so glad you're on here because I don't, I don't really think about from the perspective of like if someone's, you know, observing you, right? Like if you have a flashlight, you're like, okay, yeah, that person's prepared. I don't want to mess with them because if, like, if they have a flashlight, what else are they going to have, you know, on them to protect themselves? So that yep. that is money right there. I love that. <laughs> kind of going from the holidays, you said kids are back from school. I'm in the process of teaching my oldest how to drive and that's kind of scary in itself. But again, like you gotta, you know, you gotta let them get out of the nest and, you know, uh, you know, find their own, find their own way. But when the kids go off to college or even, or if they go off on their own and, you know, get their own apartment or house or whatever, can be very scary, not just for the person living on their own for the first time, but also for the parents, you know, they're getting ready for like, you know, maybe the following year to go to college and all that, or they're living on their own. What are some of the tips or Sabre products that you'd recommend that families should look at either on the Sabre website or Amazon or wherever they get, you know, I mean, I know that they sell stuff in, you know, Target and other stores as well, but what are some of the things that maybe are must haves that parents and kids moving out should be aware of? I'm a big fan of their pepper gel. Uh, I, I've used it a few times and, and I think it's fantastic. Um, when, um, when I started thinking about college and things I would want for my daughter at, or at, at school, uh, you know, like in a dorm, um, like the, the glass break alarms that they have, uh, the plain magnetic window alarms, they're, um, they're wireless. There's not like a big install. You just stick them on. Um, they have a doorstop alarm that when I was in Vegas, I was making a video testing it out and it was so loud. I got complained on, <laughs> but, but it's great. And it, it, if they travel, it can go on a carry on. Um, like if they're, you know, flying back and forth from school. Um, but it's, it's ideal for a dorm. Um, personal alarms are, are, are a big go-to. You wear those on the outside of your garment. So if you're walking across campus, 
um, you know, it's right there. All you have to do is activate it. Nice. And besides like the Sabre products, what are some of the tips that you have maybe told your family and also people who are, you know, in your, in your circle where it's like, oh, they're going off to college besides the Sabre products, what are some other things? Obviously like being in groups together is one thing, mm-hmm. but like, what are some other things that people kind of should, you know, take, uh, take heart to? Safety is always in numbers. Always try to have a buddy system, no matter what. Um, that especially is true if you're going out to like a, a party or going out to a bar or whatever. Um, the first six weeks are, is the red zone of, of college. That's the most dangerous time. Um, for uh, bad things to happen because kids are naive. You know, they're not ex- they're not ex- uh, used to people doing bad things, you know, in their general life, but now they're they're exposed to all kinds of people. Um, most college campuses have uh, transport, like late at night. If you, and it's, you've already paid for, I won't say it's free, you've already paid for it, <laughs> but um, you can go and, and call their escort and they'll, you know, drive you to the library and drive you back to your dorm. You know, if you're studying late at night, those kind of things. And with the holidays, people do go off, you know, on vacation and all that. And this is going to sound funny because I know you, you know, I, I watch your videos and know you're testing things out. I, and this is going to sound weird. And anything can happen no matter where you're staying. I get more freaked out by staying at an Airbnb with my family because it's some, uh, to me, it's like someone else's home. Who knows? Like, yeah, there's the locks and all that as opposed to a hotel. Cause I don't know. There's a lot of people around you. Like, depending if you're an Airbnb, like, you could be like in a neighborhood or you could be like an isolated home and you just like, I'm not, I, I don't know the environment, you know, it looks nice uh, on the website. It looks great. Can you kind of break down one for hotels and lodging and stuff like that? And also to like tips for when you're at a hotel and I'm guessing it's different if you're at a Verbo or be, uh, be, you know, Airbnb, can you kind of share like the do's and don'ts of each one? Because I think, especially during that, I know people travel more than just the holidays, but this is evergreen, but people are traveling. What are some of the tips? and do's and don'ts for, you know, it's a two-part question, Airbnbs and Verbos and do's and don'ts for hotels. So I'll go with hotels first. The first thing I do when I get in hotels, check my room. And it's a quick cursory check to make sure there's no people that shouldn't be in there. Cause sometimes the front desk messes up. Sometimes people gain access um, and you don't want to walk in and there be somebody in there and surprise you. So it's just a quick scan, you know, nothing, nothing like a, you know, SEAL team six search or anything. <laughs> then, and then, you know, I check the usual suspects for, for cameras. Um, there's tons of hidden cameras that are out there. They've gotten really cheap as far as, you know, expense. So usually um, the fire alarms, anything pointed toward the bed, like the TV, um, or uh, there's usually lamps or outlets that are pointed toward the bed. Um, and then I check the bathroom to make sure there's no cameras in there. You can find cameras by turn. They have camera finders. None of them have been up to my standards to where I would recommend one. Um, I found using uh, using a little safety flashlight or the flashlight on your phone and shine it on, on those places and the lens will reflect black, reflect, reflect back a blue purple. Um, and that's what, that's how you can tell if it's a hidden camera. Um, I always just use the door. With that, just with that too, because I'm just like, never done that when I've gone to a hotel. So, and again, the averages can be different. You travel a lot. So like, what's the percentage of you seeing cameras like in a hotel room? Like what, what is that, man? Cause that's kind of freaky. The percentage is probably low, Okay. but YouTube it. If you want an education, okay. it is, they are all over the place. It happens way more than what you think. Okay. Okay. 
Thanks. And so I'm, I, I appreciate that. Cause I'm just like, like you're explaining that. I'm like, never done that. So, and again, everyone's got like, you know, the flashlight on their, on their phone, if they have a smartphone or whatever. Um, so yeah, that's a great way of doing it. So thank you very much. And I'm kind of like freaked out from my past travels, but moving forward, I'll do, I'll knowledge is power. So thank you. But like, talk about the, you know, I don't know if, if you still want to, you know, talk about the hotels, if you're done, you can go to Airbnb and Verbos. Well, uh, the only thing that I would mention, um, in addition on the, on the hotels is bed bugs, bed bugs are making a comeback. Um, I don't set anything down on like furniture. I set my bags down on the hardwood if I, if they have it, um, fairly close to the door. Um, keep in mind with the locks that are on your, uh, your, your hotel room door, they're made to be defeated by the staff. So other people know how to defeat those locks as well. So nothing is super secure. And that's one of the reasons why I like that doorstop alarm or door handle alarm. If somebody touches that handle, um, then you're alerted and nobody's sneaking in on you. For Airbnbs, they're supposed to notify you where all the cameras are. That's not necessarily what they'll do. <laughs> there are uh, a lot of times there are like there are crime reports you can find out before you go. Um, if you check with like the lo local police, what what the stats are as far as break-ins or car break-ins or things like that, and get an idea or a feel for you know, what kind of safety risks there are in the area. You know, you never know who has, it's kind of the same standard. You never know who's had that key um, and who can slip in and slip out if they have a master key that, you know, operates no matter, you know, if they change the lock or what have you. Um, so having precautions there is is another, uh, another concern. Awesome. Thank you very much for sharing that. One more question before we finish off with the father of quick five. And again, these tips are amazing. And I know that my audience will appreciate them as well as I am. I remember talking to the CEO of Sabre, David Nance. And I remember one of the things that still sticks with me, and I teach my daughters and my wife and I tell them this about this, about, you know, being like putting your head on a swivel. Like if you're in sports, especially like in basketball, and if you were like trying to defend a, you know, a two on one, you were the one and the two people are like trying to score you like, like which way is it going? Right. Your head's on a swivel. And he always said like, one of the things is when you're walking in public, everyone's down looking at their phones or like not paying attention. Right. And they're like the different codes or like, you know, code red, code, yet orange, code yellow, whatever like that. And again, observers might be checking out. Is there another piece of like advice like that, that you'd like to offer? Doesn't matter if you're traveling, doesn't matter, like whatever you're doing, wherever you are, these are good tips just to have, just to make sure that you're, you know, not only you're doing this, but you're teaching your family how to be safe just in a normal daily basis that we sometimes take for granted. So the phone was the number one thing in, on my list as well. Um, it Almost all the police reports that you'll read on carjackings, a lot of people will be stopped at red lights and they're looking at their phone. Um, the other thing is uh, whenever I travel and I'm out in public or whatever, unless I'm like going to some big event, I try to be what they call the gray man. I'm not flashly. I'm not flashy. I don't advertise where I go to school um, or where somebody could, you know, figure out extra information. Um when you're on public transport, having a uh, a screen protector on your phone that is also a privacy protector. When I was on the last plane ride, I took pictures of people and where they were going to eat because they were up looking at their reservations on their phone. Um, you always want to be you know cautious on how much information you're sharing with strangers. I try to be cordial, but I don't overshare. Like I don't talk about where I'm going, where I've been, where I'm staying, none of that. Um, and those are usually, those are common mistakes that I run into. And I'm like, you know, you don't know I'm a bad guy <laughs> or I, I'm not a bad guy, but you don't know that. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Oversharing sometimes. I mean, 
people can not now with you know technology and all that people can find it on their own don't make it easier for them to find out where you're going and the in the sweatshirts and like you know branding of where you might go to school or whatever i think is huge too i've heard that before and i i again totally agree with that thank you very much these tips were amazing and again i know why saber always you know ask you to help them out because you know your videos are great and it's a great way to educate people like i said education knowledge is power and hopefully you know keep your family and you safe um throughout the year so thank you very much for sharing that now we're gonna finish off with the father quick five favorite family movie do you guys have one star wars Awesome. every christmas every christmas is tradition nice do you watch the star wars holiday special oh that's, a, that's amazing it's <laughs> awesome nice favorite song or genre of music you couldn't wait to share with your family uh my love for the eagles okay nice all right sweet yeah it's a, it's a little old school but you know it's not like any other music yeah true no doubt describe the perfect family vacation where would it be Oh man, we're planning one. I want to show my kids the world. I want to show them other places, other cultures. I think um, my son went to Spain not too long ago with his school and um, the change that he had when he came back uh, was, was just, um, you can't buy that. So I want, I want to, you know, show my kids other cultures. Nice. Love that. For you personally, favorite thing to do your downtime. Do you have like a hobby, something along the lines of like, you've got Michael time, you're doing this. Um, I beekeep. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, like, okay. This might not be the father quick five anymore. Cause I'm very interested in that. You, I mean, this is going to be a stereotypical questions. Maybe like what kind of bees, do you, like all kinds of bees or a certain type of bees? No, there's, there's breeds of bees, if you will. But, um, the problem with that is you're in a collective in your area. So if you get a certain breed of bee, they're going to breed with the other bees, okay. which are mutts. So you're gonna get you're gonna get a mix. You're gonna get your traits, and you're also gonna get other people's traits. Now, I intentionally keep gentle bees. Okay. Working a hot hive is no fun, okay. um, but uh, it's a lot like Tai Chi. Um, it's good for PTSD as well because if you move too fast, the bees will remind you. Gotcha. Okay. And maybe besides honey, is there anything else? Like, what have you? What is something that you've gained knowledge wise? Because again, like I feel like you're a guy that always wants to keep, like you said. You want to teach your kids about different cultures you're going to go to different places what is something that you learned that like as you dive into taking care of bees that you like totally blew your mind it's it's kind of like bumper bowling the bees have been around for millions of years they're going to do things the way they do things you just kind of got them a little bit and suggest it um nice. but everything is i, I use uh I don't use any chemicals in my hive because I feed, you know, this honey to my kids. So uh, any kind of all natural alternative, like ants don't like cinnamon. So I use cinnamon, like sprinkle cinnamon on the hive. Um, other bugs don't like spearmint so, or, or peppermint. So I use natural peppermint around the hive and that goes for mice, spiders. Um, mites are a big problem. Uh, they're they're like nationwide now um and they can kill a hive pretty quick okay. so you're always trying to fight the mites um mites don't like formic acid it's like you're trying to kill the bugs without trying to kill the bugs so <laughs> so formic acid is what ants use to defend themselves okay so they're there everything's all natural in my hives so that's about as granola as i get <laughs> that, that that's so cool man I, I love that and how long have you been doing that for 
Uh, I think I'm in my sixth season. That's amazing, man. So cool. It's a lot of fun, man. I, I try to encourage anybody that can do it. If you have an interest, do it. It's so much fun. <laughs> nice, man. Love it. I should have like known by your shirt, man. <laughs> Love it. Nice. And lastly, top three words you hope your kids would use to describe you as a dad. What would you want them to be? Love, honor, and respect. Great three words right there. For more on Sabre and safety tips, make sure you follow Sabre on their social media handles and also go to saberred.com. Where can people find you? Are you on social media? Is there a presence that people should look out for you? Or is it just, just check out Sabre and you'll be there? Uh, I'm on Sabre, but all my stuff is on uh, killerbtactical.org. Nice. One more time. That's killerbtactical.org. Nice. Very cool. Mike, thank you so much for taking the time to not only help me, keep my family safe, but also to keep my listeners and just the stuff that you were doing with Sabre is fantastic. I highly recommend people checking out these videos and the knowledge you gave on this podcast is very similar to the stuff you do all the time with Sabre, but I wish you and your family continued success. Really cool about the bees, but again, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thanks for checking out this week's edition of the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Please rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And also go to artoffatherhood.net. You can have a chance to check out some great articles like the weekly Dad's Doing It Right column, the Collector of the Week, and many more. Plus, you have a chance to win some very cool prizes like video games, collectibles, all that good stuff. Go to artoffatherhood.net. And please make sure you rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts because I'll greatly appreciate it to get the word out on the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and go to artoffatherhood.net.